Hello, it's Friday the 20th of January and welcome to the Better Business Show Friday 5 with me, Tom Idle. And joining me over there is Vicky Knowles. Vix, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good. I've had a good week. Lots of writing, writing, writing this week. Um, yeah, it's been an interesting yeah. one. You too? Yeah, what have you been up to? Yeah, yeah um, I'm working on a bigger project this month um, around sort of business ethics. Uh, so it's taking up most of my time, but it's it's been great to get my teeth into a big project. What about you? Yeah, yeah, doing lots of things really. Writing about smallholder farmers this week, writing about cities and how cities and businesses can collaborate a bit more. Uh, obviously, uh, talking and writing about Davos quite a bit as well. So it's been a it's been a good week actually on the whole. And of course, we've got the the, the Trump being inaugurated today. So I'm going to get back yeah. home and, and switch the switch the TV on for that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Can't wait. Good. So listen, let's let's do it. Uh, our top five stories of the week, all that's been going on in the world of better business. Uh, so this week, Vix, we're going to be talking about Davos, as I mentioned. We're going to be talking about the Global 100, Most Sustainable Companies, which is a, a ranking that's been released. We're going to be talking about uh, intercontinental hotels. They've got a new report out into what customers really want these days. Uh, we'll be looking at natural branding being used on fruit and veg in one of the supermarkets. And we're also going to be looking at some new research which looks at the big opportunities that companies might be missing out on by not talking about sustainability. So let's do it, Vix. Number five this week. So yeah, all things Davos. I wrote a piece this week for Virgin.com. So that'll probably go up on their site early next week. So without giving too much of it away, but um, it's, it was interesting Davos this week. I mean, unsurprisingly, we had uh, a lot of the, the talk was about uh, Trump and the potential breakup of the EU, which kind of dominated the agenda as was expected. But Joe Biden there giving his last ever speech. Theresa May also gave a speech yesterday. Uh, but there's still plenty of room to talk about uh, a you know, huge, number of different environmental and social sustainability challenges uh, that are keeping our global leaders awake at night. Um, the, the the week actually kicked off. There was some interesting news that was released at the start of the week, which is often the case with Davos. Um, NASA released its latest analysis, which shows that 2016 uh, was the, the year that our planet experienced the hottest surface temperatures in modern history. Um, so that was kind of the backdrop to the conversations. And then you also had the, the, the World Economic Forum's Global Risks Report, which laid out the five biggest threats uh, facing the planet right now. And the here in 2017, the biggest threat, according to WEF, comes from extreme weather. Um, so that's top of the list, extreme weather events, followed by large-scale involuntary migration, major natural disasters, large-scale terrorist attacks and data fraud. So environmental issues very much dominating the global risks report, uh, which is fairly a new phenomenon in the last sort of few years uh, that that's, that's happened. Um, and uh, one message that, that came across loud and clear was from Business and Sustainable Development Commission, which is a, a sort of coalition of, of different business groups. Um, and uh, they put out a, a report that was backed by 35 chief executives that claims that sustainable business models are able to open up economic opportunities worth $12 trillion and increase employment by up to 380 million jobs in the next 13 years. So loads of really interesting snippets to take away from Davos this week, Vix. Yeah, lo- lots to take away, it seems. And I believe also um, the results from the Global 100 Most Sustainable Companies in the World was also um, announced at Davos. So um, this is an annual ranking which has been uh, 
put together since 2005 by Toronto-based magazine and research firm Corporate Knights. Um, so Corporate Knights considers companies with market values of at least $2 billion, looking at their management of resources, finances, and employees. So number one was Siemens, um, with 73%, thanks to its growing renewable energy operations and ambitious plan to achieve carbon neutrality by 2030. And then that's followed by Nordic financial services company Storbrand at number two for its aggressive focus on sustainable investing. Then uh, U.S. company uh, Cisco Systems was at number three, providing smart city and energy management IT solutions. And then Danske Bank and another banking corporation, Ingroup, are at number four and five. Um, so in an accompanying article, Corporate Knights pointed to uh, what we discussed last week, that open letter to U.S. leaders from businesses um, and noted that the private sector is, is really proving its commitment to sustainable development. Great. Yeah, it's always a good ranking. Always worth checking out. Uh, we'll put all the links in the, the SoundCloud um, information box attached to this podcast. So if you want to look at any of these stories, we'll put the links in there as we do every week. Um, now, a number of those companies in that list will certainly be looking at very closely what their customers want and demand right now. This is something that uh, Intercontinental Hotels Group has been doing. So this is our story at number three this week. They've got this thing called the 2017 uh, Trends Report, which highlights the uncompromising nature of today's customers who increasingly expect brands to deliver experiences that satisfy often contradictory needs. So they've done this research and it identifies these four paradoxes that are what they say are driving the decisions that customers make in a landscape constantly changing through advances in technology. Um, so the four paradoxes are the, the paradox of separate but connected. So seeking a constant belonging with people, brands and places while also seeking individuality and the desire to communicate uniqueness of self. That's the first paradox. The second one is uh, the paradox of abundant rarity, a desire for luxury to be both scarce uh, sorry, scarce and available. Then you've got the paradox of seeking a better me and a better we, so seeking personal self-improvement while seeking public, civic or global improvement. And then lastly, do it myself and do it for me in my way, a desire to be in control while not being the controller. So IHG has done this research and they say that global brands must address these paradoxes through being both locally relevant and personally differentiating. And the hotel group has identified six best practices through which brands can create experiences that strengthen customer relationships and grow brand loyalty. Not sure why they don't want to keep those to themselves, but if you just Google uh, 2017 IHG trends report and you'll find out exactly what those best practices are they're pointing to and of course the paradoxes in a bit more detail but it's interesting that, that you know customer needs and desires are always changing but clearly there's, there's you know lots of uh, competing needs and desires right now mm, i'm curious about those best practices that sounds interesting because they do sound like odd paradoxes um okay so number two um we've got uh, Swedish supermarkets swapping sticky labels on fruit, you know, like your apple sticker, fruit and veg, with high-tech natural branding. So as small as that tiny sticker may be, ditching it could be a huge saving in plastic energy and CO2 emissions. In fact, Swedish supermarket ICA says using natural branding on all the avocados they uh, use in a year could save 135 miles of plastic 30 centimetres wide. And then meanwhile, the laser creates only 1% of the carbon emissions compared to producing a sticker of the same size. Um, so they've teamed up with 
Dutch fruit and veg supplier Nature and More to use laser marks not only on their organic avocados, but also their sweet potatoes as well. And then in the UK, M&S are using it on their coconuts. So uh, the M&S did trial it on, they trialed oranges last year, um, which saved a lot of packaging. But unfortunately, the laser mark wasn't so effective on the citrus peel, um, something to do with that it was self-healing. Um, so it's coconuts for now, with plans to extend it to other products as well. Um, but apparently the technique uses a strong light to remove pigment on the skin of the produce, uh, which you can't see once the skin is removed, and it doesn't affect the shelf life or the taste. Right. I love it. I love it. And, it, and it, from the outside looking in, you'd think, well, yeah, of course do this to all these fruit and veg. It's just ridiculous having these, you know, tiny plastic labels. But it's just a lot more complex than that, isn't it? And there's so many th- different things to consider. But it's interesting that, that more and more companies are, are trialing that. So um, hopefully we'll see more of that. Good. OK, number one this week then, Vix. Uh, brands missing out on an £820 billion opportunity by not pushing sustainability so this is research carried out by unilever uh, and it shows that a third of consumers want to buy sustainable products and would purchase more if their benefits were made clearer and a third of consumers now choose to buy brands based on their social and environmental impact according to unilever and yeah basically questioned twenty thousand adults so it's a big research pool across five countries about how sustainability impacts their purchasing choices and it then backed up these claims using information on real purchasing decisions so it's not just what people say they're going to do but it's actually based on on what they have done it found that a third buy a product because they believe it is doing social or environmental good plus one in five so they would choose a brand if its sustainability credentials were made clearer on the packaging or in the marketing and that equates to 817 billion pounds untapped opportunity according to Unilever given that the size of the marketing for sustainable goods is 2.5 trillion euros um, so yeah there's it, it, lots of this research pushed out there but I think this is quite an interesting one and uh, obviously Unilever is key, you know, very keen to push the benefits of sustainability because it has been investing so much in, in brands with a social or environmental purpose uh, and obviously they've they made the, the claims that a lot of their kind of what they call their um, sustainable living brands outperform uh, the rest of their brands so they're, they're very much pushing that direction which is why we why we always mention them and we always love Unilever um but that's it that's it for that's it for this week then vix we've got all five um any plans for the weekend ahead i actually have a really random thing which is um going to like a little bird box building workshop (laughs) tomorrow (laughs) which is quite explain explain yourself um yeah so we, we go along to a little talk and um it's on one of the local farms and, and we, we do some very basic, you know, it's just basically screwing in some screws. And then we, we pop the little bird boxes up for little owls to hopefully inhabit because they want to encourage the wildlife around there. Um, so there's that. And then it's also tax month. So I'm just finishing <laughs> off that as well. Okay, <laughs> what about you? Well, I'm in the market for a new car and somewhere new to live. So it's going to be that sort of weekend. A busy right. weekend. I, okay. I wish I was. I wish I was joining you. Really, I might come down to Bristol <laughs> instead. Um, <laughs> but listen, Vix, have a lovely weekend. And uh, yes, to our lovely audience, we'll be back again on Monday. Sorry, we didn't put out a show this week. It was one of those sorts of weeks last week. So um, we'll be back again on Monday. We've got a great story for you in the form of Lanzatech. Uh, brilliant, brilliant. Um, 
a clean fuel company that's supplying the likes of Virgin Atlantic. So it's a really good story this week. So that's on Monday. Look out for that. Uh, but we'll be back again next Friday with the Friday Five. Vix, we'll see you next week. See you then.